0: It's like the calm before the storm. You see Bitcoin is at 20,400. We've had that little altcoin dump that we have before every single OMC meeting. And in fact, if I think about it, every single time that there is an FOMC meeting, the market does exactly the same thing. We get this calm before the storm, then we get altcoins dumping, and then we get another pattern that's playing out. And today we're going to talk about the other pattern that plays out. Because after four or five FOMCs, when the market does exactly the same thing, we should probably trade it and make a whole lot of money. And after the week that we've had, we've had a, a huge week. We called Doge this week, we called Render this week, we called Monkey Ball this week. I've got another call for you. So it's gonna be a big one. And then I'm gonna get onto a plane and go to Lisbon and bring you a whole of other big shows. So let's do this. Get the fuck out of bed, bitch. Go. I'm going to wake up, gotta wake up,
1: bitch, get up. up motherfuckers wake up
0: (laughs) he was waiting for that he was waiting for that he he was waiting for that. try to catch him up i think he's been talking to his girlfriend you should have heard what i was hearing in in my ear bro who who, who were you talking to earlier on different continents (laughs) oh welcome back guys welcome back guys it's the day of the fomc meeting we know there's going to be volatility today the question is how do we play this volatility Volatility. That's why I'm here. That's why I decided to do a show. Even though I'm supposed to be going to the airport, I decided to bring you a show and risk missing my my flight. So um, it's an important show. We're going to talk about how to trade this FOMC, meaning what you can expect. If you're in a trade, it'll tell you whether you should get out or not or when to get out of your trade. If you're not in a trade, it'll tell you when to enter a trade. Then we're going to talk about another call. Remember, we called Doge this week. If you would have bought Doge, you would have made 1,583%, which is what we made. And then I called it yesterday and I said, it's time to take short-term profits. And that's exactly what I did. I took those short-term profits in my trading account on Bybit. And you can see that right now on the trading competition, I am in the top 10. I'm number 10 on the trading competition. Kyle, how are you doing, bro? Okay, you're going to recover while I'm in Lisbon. So I'm, I'm not in the top 10. I think I've got a good chance. I think I've got a good chance. I'm going to start clawing clawing away up here. And especially when I show you the call later today, because there's going to be another call on the show later today. It's going to be a big call. It's going to get me up from 10 to 5. At the end of the show, we need to decide whether I keep this Doge short position open or not. But we're not going to decide now because we're first going to look at the data. When we look at the data, the data will tell us whether we should keep the the short position open or not. All righty, so what do we need to do? Listen, I'm here today today. Uh, bring you crypto 11 crypto wisdom. I'm here today bringing you the highest alpha show on the uh, on the internet. But you know, I'm not I'm not the only guy that says that. People are starting to notice. People are starting to notice. Even like other YouTubers who are friends of ours have started to notice. I said, look, banter's on fire again. Like banter is on fire again, and we are on fire again. And you can see it. We, you can see it in the trading competition. 10th. I'm not even a trader, and I'm coming 10th. You know why? Because this time I didn't listen to Sheldon. I did it my way, bro. I didn't I didn't listen to Sheldon. But speaking of Sheldon, we're actually gonna get Sheldino Tentino on here. Uh, in a bit to tell us how the charts say you should trade at FOMC. Um, So it's going to be a big show. It's going to be a lot of fun. So what you need to do, subscribe to the channel, hit the like button. What I'm going to do, bring you the highest alpha show on the internet. We're going to try and finish this one as quickly as possible. The reason is we don't want to waste time. We don't want to to miss trades. And also, I don't want to miss a fright. So with that in mind, let's go. And remember, you can still enter the trading competition. So you can still... Hold on, people are saying that my mic is soft, so I'm going to go higher, higher, higher on the mic. Okay, we, you can still enter the trading competition. Um, there we go. You can still enter the trading competition. It's not too late. There's a link below. Sign up with one of our referral links, and you can play with us until the end of November. All right, let's get into the meat and potatoes of the show. And, of course, today we have to talk about the FOMC meeting, and that's because... It is the FOMC meeting. It's the FOMC meeting that started yesterday. It's the FOMC meeting before the midterm elections, right? So this is the the FOMC meeting before the big midterm elections. And I think that we're probably going to get the 75 basis point rate hike. I know that there's a lot of people calling for the outside chance of maybe a smaller rate hike, but you've got a 12.5% probability of a 50 basis point rate hike and an 87.5% probability of a um, 75 basis point rate hike, I think we have to kind of succumb to the fact that it's going to be a 75 basis point rate hike. But that's not what's important. What's important is what happens afterwards, whether the Fed discuss any type of slowdown in the rate hikes, Because I think the best result that we could get today, the best realistic results, obviously lots of results, but the best realistic results that we can get today. Uh, is the result where they say, okay, look, we've we increased by 75 basis points. And we think that going forward, we're going to slow the rate hikes, we're going to go back to 50 basis point rate hikes. And if I mean, I'm not the only one that's thinking like that. In fact, I looked at what the banks were thinking. And the banks are saying, look, Bank of America says 75 basis points for both. Barclays says 75 and 75 again in December. Citigroup says 75 and 50 in November in December. Deutsche Bank says 75 and 75. JP Morgan says 75 and 50. And they also say Bitcoin is bad. Goldman Sachs says 75 and 50. Morgan Stanley says 75 and 50. Wells Fargo says 75 and 50. So you see a lot of the banks are starting to talk about this, this little taper. So let's see what the charts are saying. Let's see, let's see if, if Tantino's in the house. Let's see what the charts are saying about the possibilities for FOMC and how to trade it. And then I'm gonna show you a pattern, some data. That is almost guaranteed to it. We've back tested it for five FOMC meetings. It worked on all five of the F- other FOMC meetings. Probably it's going to work again if we
1: test it again. Yo, oh. yo, what's happening, what's that, brother? brother?
0: How, how's how's sniper happening? school going?
1: Oh, we're getting there. Like I think we're going to have to ask the question. Me and Ran have been debating the whole morning. I think the sniper oh, school is great. God. Okay, but Ran wants it to be three weeks long. And I'm like, bro, I believe that we can make this the best and we can make it even better, but it will have to be four weeks. I'd actually love the community to tell me that if an extra week was added to Sniper School, would you still do it? Because Ron tells me it's impossible. Sheldon, you're crazy. Sheldon, uh, so I, I would just like to know... Sorry, Ron, I don't, I don't mean to ruin the show, but it's... it's, it's, it's Sheldon. It's, it's important, Sheldon, bro. Like, Sheldon. Yes? Yes. Just
0: quickly, um, do you mind just quickly calling up your, your Bybit uh, trading account? Just want to see where where you are in the in the trading competition just just, just a quick like peek you know oh you're asking maybe me now I,
1: when i'm shooting maybe... it no 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 don't do that don't do that don't do that don't do that don't maybe, I, that. Should should house, today, please, maybe I should be the one you are your house please maybe i would love should... to get back i would love to get back to my shows okay you know, what? Let's
0: do this do you know what you're not let's do this let's do it let's do it you know you know what
1: <laughs> oh, amazing. Okay, cool. Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Sniper Show. I have fired Ran. I do apologize, but he you is got, busy with sniper school. You <laughs> <laughs> I don't know fundamentals. Go okay, okay, fundamentals. Okay, okay. i do sniper snap. school. Okay.
0: All right, boys and girls, there's a new sniper in town. That's me. No, you can... <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're back. <laughs> guys is it not good to have us back again and having that like that that fun flow again i've missed doing shows run. i think we gotta at least do it once or twice a week let me know if you guys agree in the comments Now, run let's get back let's dominate here because we have two options fomc is quite a big thing now i think like you said um the 75 basis points is something that a lot of people are already sort of taking counter for. And if so, all that I think it does, I think it just slows down this, moment, this move that we've had a little bit. I think it just delays the 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 breakout that we're looking for another few days and then i think we ultimately do i don't think it's a big shock if it does happen i don't think it turns the market um i do know that bitcoin has not tested support since it broke out so i basically set it in this form if i said 75 basis point comes out and what we've seen previously is if you see price start to rally up just before the meeting they've done it now in the last three they tend to basically send it out they'll just pop it out of this wedge over here. And then they send it down fast. It settles for a day or two. And then we continue the normal rally of what we've done previously. So I basically marked it that if we do get a 75, I am possibly just waiting slightly to add more to my positions. Now, if this does happen, I do see Doge possibly going to 10 cents again. I do see a little bit of a pullback in the market. Maybe it gives opportunity to load on the bags on the coins that have already shot up. Um, And then I obviously got the second option, which is a shocking 50 basis points but does happen if that does happen uh, I'm basically waiting to see us rally this resistance but I'm buying the break of the 21 because the gap for me is really huge from 21 to the 26k so, sort of area
0: you know I think we're getting 75 basis points but remember last time when they gave us 75 basis points and we were all expecting 75 basis points they killed us with a, with those dots remember those those dots those stupid mm-hmm. dots about where they think the Fed fund rate is going to end. So mm-hmm. I think...
1: I and they think, sent it fast. Like price just went crazy, true. down fast. Yeah. It went sideways for a day or two. And then we continued the, the journey again. It's sort of yes, what I true. think would happen again.
0: So you've got to watch a couple of charts. The first chart you've got to watch is the Bitcoin chart, which is the one that you're watching over there. This mm-hmm. is the scenario that could play out on the Bitcoin chart. You guys can see it mm-hmm. on your screen. Uh, mm-hmm. If it breaks the wedge, if it breaks the wedge, and I think it could break the wedge for... Not only because of 50, a 50 basis point rate hike, but it could break that wedge just because there's some, there's some guidance in, in the meeting minutes, it shoots up. Or it doesn't break the wedge, it hits down and you watch that. So j- just go back to your previous We've got to
1: remember, So just before I do that, we've got to remember the stock market's been rallying now days and days. Like if you look at the green, it's just been green, 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 green. So there mm. will be a pullback at some point. We wanted to know, was it the pullback here? Or does it go higher first? And for me, if it is a 75, I think the stock market has a small pullback down. We reset because if we just look at the RSI's, the 12 hours still on its way down. The daily is just crossed. So it just means temporary pullback. Get ready to build the bags that you need in that time. But we got to, what's the likelihood? If you said of 100% 50 basis point, is there any charts? There's exactly
0: a 13 point. Hold on, let me give it. Imagine give it bro, back. if that happens, a a if that I happens.
1: Think- Just go back to your chart.
0: We don't have much time, but let's just go back to your chart because I got to get to quite a bit. The 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 one. The one that you showed originally with that wedge. Okay. So, so I think that your scenarios are right, but I don't think it comes down to fifty or seventy-five basis points. I think it's both seventy-five basis points. But what happens with the guidance, and we'll know that in the first couple of minutes. That's what's going to happen.
1: So, if so, what will happen then is you'll still get that quick candle down. Correct. and you'll start to get the vibe a little bit of slow time and and either way you know it, it basically just cools it down for bit. at least we still know we're on a path of possibly bitcoin going to 25k in this year like amazing. you know is there anything that goes beyond that sorry i know you got to show you brother
0: i think Thanks. i think let's get through tonight tonight is pivotal um so i will be streaming
1: is... it guys i will be streaming oh, amazing it. so okay, yeah, yeah, be yeah. i'll be live jumping live on live we'll check we'll watch the wedge popcorn We'll see what happens, and then from that, we can make the next decision.
0: I'll be on a plane. I'll try and join you guys. If I can't join you guys, I'll just be, I'll just, uh, I'll try to plug my laptop in and use the airplane Wi-Fi, and if, if, if I can't, then I can't.
1: Ran, you're such a busy man. If I was you, I'd smoke a joint, I'd drink a, 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 a nice whiskey, and I'd relax on the flight and then go go to the crazy Solana conference.
0: I think you might be right. Joint gummy, joint gummy. <laughs> <laughs> There's <laughs> your man. He'll, he'll sort you out.
1: <laughs> Come right, on, can... brother. Ciao, brother. All
0: right. So 50 or 75. You saw what the charts were talking about. As I said, I think we're going to see a 75 basis point rate hike, and it's all about the guidance afterwards. And the best case scenario in the guidance is we can expect Powell to talk about possibly slowing down the the increments in which they're doing the rate hikes, or or maybe even after the, the press conference, talking about you know increasing once more and then Potentially going going out with a with a bit of a pause. That's the best case now. There was this tweet last night, and I hope none of you guys fell for it, because um, it was quite a strong tweet. And the tweet was it just said, "Just in, President Biden endorses the Federal Reserve's pivot." And everyone thought that that was a pivot. The markets did a bit of a spike, but he's actually they were talking about the previous pivot. They were talking about the, the pivot to to um, to to tightening. So I hope that no one no one uh, actually fell for that. The thing we've got to take into account today is that if Powell goes strictly according to the data, then it's not good. And the problem is that Powell is a data man. Powell is all about the data. Remember Powell's Republican, the Democrats are obviously way behind in, this, in, this, in these midterm elections, but Powell is a data person. And the problem is that when we look at the data, remember that the Fed is trying to balance unemployment with inflation. They're trying to reduce inflation but without making too many people unemployed. So there's two data sets that are important when it comes to how um, uh, Powell's going to make his decision. What is the employment data doing? And what is the the inflation data doing? And unfortunately, since the last time that the FOMC meeting uh, met, both of those uh, data points are not looking very good. So the first data point that you should look at is the US unemployment rate. It is getting less and less. It was 3.7%, 3.7%, and it went down to 3.5%, which means that more people are getting jobs. So that's the first bit of data that Powell's going to look at. Um, and then the, remember that the next time that we get these job, these job unemployment rates is on the 4th, which is after the, the, the FOMC meeting. The next piece of data that we have is, um, is core uh, consumer pricing, a, a CPI, but specifically core CPI. And if you look at that, it actually went up, uh, since the last FOMC meeting, so if you look at this, you're saying inflation's still going up, unemployment is still going down, which means this in, this this is this um, economy is very 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 healthy, and so there's no reason why Powell wouldn't uh, be quite aggressive tonight. There's no reason why he should he's not going to give us a 75 basis point rate hike, and then keep alluding to the fact that they're going to do it. But as I said, the best thing we can hope for is we can hope for um, him talking about pausing or maybe reducing the increments or doing something like that. In the meantime, we know that nothing's broken in the United States. Maybe things are breaking around the United States, but in the United States, nothing's broken. Unemployment's good. Inflation is is, is still rampant. So nothing's wrong in the United States. And until something breaks, the Fed ain't going to pivot. And as Macro Elf said yesterday when he came on the show, he said, you know, when the Fed does pivot, then you've got a problem because the reason why the fed pivot usually is because something breaks and he said in you know in early 2001 the, the fed pivoted as earnings and the labor market were weakening after animal spirits ran hot in 2000 the fed cut 150 basis points in a few months and yet the us dollar appreciated by six percent and equities dropped by another 10 percent. so what he's saying is the only time that the fed is going to pivot is if these numbers come down is, is if is, is if is if, if something breaks and one person who's worried about whether something's going to break or not is Senator Karin. So, you know, we all know Senator Karin and she wrote a, I don't know, she wrote a letter. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if you have the, the, the you don't, I don't know if it ha- you have it in you, but she said, well, we are writing to express concern and request additional information about the implication of the Federal Reserve's most recent economic projections, its intention to continue raising interest rates at an alarming pace and your disturbing warning to the American families that they should expect pain over the coming months as the Fed takes forceful and rapid steps to get supply and demand back into alignment by the the economy. So she is uh, out there. We also see that other countries um, are trying to keep up with the US rate tax, but realize they can't. And we had Australia and Canada doing slower, lower than expected interest rate uh, rises this week. So how do you trade this? What charts are you watching tonight? or later on today when the FOMC numbers come out. So the first chart that you, you have to watch is you gotta watch the Dixie. And I saw this tweet, which summarized it perfectly. It said, if you want a clue on the potential outcome of the of the, uh, of the um, Fed meeting today, pull up the 60 minute chart of the Dixie. Off my stuff, uh, over um, yeah, less than 111.60, she, uh, she bring pain up targets. 112.20 to 112.40, and potential presses up to 113 is coming. If uh, less than 110.80, um goes, t- goes down to 109.60. So the first chart you've got to be watching, you've got to be watching the, 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 the Dixie chart. Right now, as we look at the Dixie chart, still above the trend, but still below the parabola. So this today's an important pivot point for this Dixie chart. Must watch the Dixie chart. The next chart that we're watching is you've got to watch your markets. You can choose to watch whichever market you want. I like the NASDAQ, so I use the NASDAQ futures chart. You can see it's right down. It's now down 20, 30 30 points uh, on the December futures. But if you are watching the the S&P, which is the other big market chart, what we know is that the chart performed the same for the last four FOMC meetings. Every single FOMC rate hike so far this year, markets have dumped at two o'clock EST when the rate hike comes out and then rallied at 2.30 when Powell speaks, and then sometimes dropped the following day or not. Okay, There's only been four meetings where the Fed has raised interest rates aggressively. And in those four meetings, this is what it looks like. The numbers come out, the market pumps a little bit, then comes straight down. Then there's the calm, 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 and then it rallies into Powell's speech, and then it usually goes down. You see? That's, that's what happened in July. Let's look at one of the other examples. Uh, this is June. Small spike. You can even see the dip before. You can even see the dip which we're experiencing before on on altcoins and stuff like that. And then go down. Here's here's the interest rate decision here. Goes down, down, down. Powell, Powell starts speaking. Journalists start asking questions. We go back up. Again, in May, small little spike. Go down as Powell starts speaking. 240. Bang. We go up again. And lastly, in March, we didn't have the little pump, but remember, we were new to all of this in March. Then we went down, and then we went up again. So that's what you kind of want to be watching. That's what you want to be watching. You want to, as soon as Powell comes out, if this is a repeat of all the other FOMC meetings, we're going to go slightly up, all the way down. And then as he starts talking, we're going to go up again. And then depending on what he says, either we're going to dump or we're going to pump. And that depends on on whether he, he uh, breaks, um, whether he keeps the trend or whether he says, hold on a second, we're actually pivoting, we're actually pausing. You got it? So you know how to trade. You know how to trade it. If I'm on the plane later and I can't be trading with you guys, at least you guys know exactly what to look out for. I'll show you guys again in March, down up, in in May, down up in June. Remember, this is down quickly, small spike, then down between the time that the they announce the interest rates, they let people digest the minutes, and then power starts talking and we start to go up. So Let's look at it. Let's see what's what's happening. What's happening? People people are talking about Litecoin in the comments. We will talk about we will talk about Litecoin as well. Uh, it is it is on my agenda for today. I'm just quickly checking my Doge short. I'm still good. I wonder if I'm still in top ten. I'm still in top ten. Amazing, amazing, amazing. All right. Let's talk about some other things that happened today. I think the other thing that I wanted to talk to you guys about was this call over here, which we told you guys. I said to you guys um, that. It's a good idea to buy Render. And the reason why I thought it was a really good idea to buy Render is because we know that at the last Solana conference, Render really pumped because the Render team got on stage, specifically J- Jules Urbach, who's the founder of Render, um, got on stage and started speaking. And we see today that Render's had a huge pump. It came from, from nowhere. It came from $0.44. Cents. It went all the way up to $0.95, cents, came down, back down to, to $0.75. Cents. Why? Same reason that I told you. What's next? Well, it's been confirmed that Jules Urbach will be presenting at Solana Breakpoint uh, on, the, on November 7th. I mean, that's pretty early, 7.55 to 8.15 a.m. Oh, EST. Okay, that's fine. Um, so stay tuned for that. I'll be covering it live so that you guys can, so that we can see what's going on. But uh, again, keep your eyes on, on Solana projects before announcements. And as I, I said to you, Monkey Ball as well, MBS, they're going to be on stage on Friday. They're going to be on the main stage on Friday. You kind of know something's going to happen when that happens, Right. Um, also I saw this good, good account to follow. If you like render, his name is C3 Nick. Uh, he says researchers on YouTube and crypto silence. Meanwhile, on Apple website, render app featured on the iPad pro website and in the iPad Pro, pro promotional video. So, I mean, you know, renders doing all the right things in the bear market. A lot of tokens are going to be doing all the right things and working, but the price is not going to reflect it until it does. And when it does, then it's going to fly like we saw Render flying today. So what's the moral of the story? The moral of the story is you should do two things if you want to make huge money in this bear market. The first thing is to just invest in good projects that are consistently delivering. That's, that's kind of an obvious thing. But I'm going to show you another little trading trick, which we haven't spoken about for a long time before. For a long time. In fact, if you want it, likes, boys, likes. Smash those likes, boys and girls. Smash those likes, boys and girls. All right, let me show you another, another uh, uh, little trick. So you want to make real money, number one, identify tokens that are continuing to deliver in the bull market and in the bear market. And rest assured that if they come out of the bear market, which a lot of them will and a lot of them won't, well, then you're going to get your returns, right? So the second thing that you should do is you should look out for situations like this. don't know if you guys saw this, but this is on Kraken, okay? So on smaller exchanges that don't have a lot of liquidity, if someone gets liquidated or someone fat fingers a order, then what you could do is you could get a wick. And on Kraken, we got another wick today from Solana all the way down to $23, which means that if you had a cheeky bid in at Solana at $25, or $23, or $22, you would have got hit, and you would have got those Solana. So I've always got cheeky bids on smaller exchanges. The reason why is they often don't have liquidity, and someone presses the sell button, and we go all the way down. And that is exactly what happened on Kraken. So this is a, a huge trading tip for you guys. Just do it. Just, just trust me. Just do it. Someone's just talking about masks. We're going to talk about mask in a second. You guys are ahead of the game here, which is good. I like the fact that you're ahead of the game. You, you know what I feel? I feel so funny. I see all the same people in, in the chat. And I see the same people here at the office, you know, with Kyle and James and Fred and Sheldon and Craig. And today, my brother's here and my other brother's here, and the whole team. And I see all you guys in the chat. I see Chuck. Uh, I see Matt. I see Sharma. I see all of you. You know what it feels like? It feels like we've been in this together. It feels like we've all been in this like bull market together. A lot of people dropped out. You know, the tourists fell away. And the rest of us have got this thing going. You know, we're here every single day. We, we're building together. We're meeting each other at conferences in the world. And it, I think it's just, it's an awesome, awesome, awesome vibe. And now you guys are even starting to think like us because you're like, Okay, talk about mask. I'm going to talk about mask. I promise you. I'm going to talk about mask. So that's Render. Um, just a second. So Colombian flu break. Colombian flu break. Um, all right, next thing that I want to talk about is Elon and Twitter. I guess we, I don't know if, you, I'm sure you guys have been following what's going on uh, with Elon and Twitter. I'd be surprised if after all the the, 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 the work that I've done, Um, I you guys haven't been following the Elon Twitter story. So let's quickly go through what's happening. So Elon did a very cool negotiation tactic with people. He played, Elon is the master of mind games, the master of mind games. So what do you do? He went out and he said, look, people who aren't verified or people who want to be verified are going to pay $20. And then it was like, wow, $20 a month to be verified. And then he's like, okay, it's actually eight. So, you know, those people that were upset because he first said 20, well, when they heard eight, it sounded like good news. I think he had the number $8 in his head the whole time. But what he's been talking about is he's been talking about power to the people, uh, blue for $8 a month. This is going to become a very juicy story. So you really want to concentrate here. So stop what you're doing. Just stop what you're doing. Just stop, stop. Focus, because you need to listen to this, because it's a game. It's a mind game. And right now, what we're doing is we're dissecting a mind game from the smartest and richest man in the world. So it's going to be quite focused for this, but we are seeing this mind game, okay? So he says he plays that whole tactic, right? Um, and then price adjusted by, by country, proportionate to your purchasing power. But now he's saying for $8 a month, you will get Twitter blue and that will give you the blue check mark, okay? And you'll also get a whole lot of other features. Then, I mean, he had a discussion here. They, uh, he had a discussion and eventually with, with Stephen King and then at, uh, Stephen King said, look, if it's $20 a month to keep my blue check, fuck that, they should pay me. If that gets instituted, I'm gone like Enron. I mean, you could see why he's a writer. He's like, I'm gone like Enron. Drop the mic. Pew. Okay, so um, it's now down to $8 a month, but we can see the big pictures here. You can see the big picture here. Oh, someone deleted the tweet. Uh, great. So um, here's the story. Remember I said to you, that Elon was building a super app and I compared it to WeChat and I said, you know, the difference between WeChat and Twitter and WeChat and WhatsApp is that WeChat actually has payments integrated into it. Now, to fix Twitter, Elon needs to do two things. The first thing is he needs to get rid of the bots. How do you get rid of the bots? Well, you verify everyone's identity. You do a KYC without actually doing a KYC, so it's not a real KYC, but you verify people. And then the second thing that you do is you integrate payments into Twitter, right? Once you've got identity, then you can start integrating payments. And that looks like what Elon is trying to do He's trying to solve both problems. So he introduces the, he solves the bot problem by giving you verification for $8 a month. But if you want to verify, you've got to tell them who you are. They may not share them, but, got, but got, you've got to tell them who you are. And then that gives you identity. And identity, this is what I'm watching, guys. Trading, You're trading. Okay, I'm also trading, bro. <laughs> okay, so, <laughs> okay, so he solves the bot problem because he verifies people, and a bot can't pay eight dollars a month because it's just not viable to be a bot at eight dollars a month. But these bots, I mean, I mean, I don't know if you guys saw what I did yesterday. I, don't know, I find it funny, but you know, maybe it's one of those dad joke kind of things. So what I did was I wanted you guys to watch yesterday's show, so I went and I posted my own bot reply. I said like, "Why isn't anybody talking about this?" And I put my show there. I'm gonna do the same thing today and see that someone says "massive forehead." Yeah, it's a big. It's a big forehead. <laughs> um, cool. So solves the bot problem by getting people to KYC, but not by calling it a KYC, but calling it verification. And then here is where it gets super, super, super interesting. I tweeted this. A couple of days ago, before anybody was talking about this. And I said, I said, I suspect that Twitter will launch blockchain payments between users soon. I would imagine that the two options or that the options will be Bitcoin because it's Bitcoin, then Dogecoin because of Elon Musk's love for the troll, and then BNB or BUSD because CZ was one of the biggest investors. And what you can probably imagine happened was CZ said, look, I'm gonna write you a check for 500000000 dollars million. I'm gonna be one of the biggest equity investors in this deal but let's work on a blockchain payments thing together so that would work, is probably what happened behind closed doors then today you see you got to you got to you got to put all the puzzle pieces together then today we saw Binance listing an index and they called the index the bluebird index now the bluebird obviously has to be twitter if you don't know that well you shouldn't be watching the show you should be watching in the kids' channels. The bluebird is Twitter. The bluebird index is an index that's launching on Binance. What's in this bluebird index is, well, let's look. What What is the bluebird index made up of? Um, BNB, Doge, and Musk. So given that CZ gave him $500 million, he probably knows, he probably knows what's going on. Why did he create a bluebird index? and add three tokens, Doge, which I've told you I think is going to be integrated, BNB or BUSD, one of those will be integrated, and then Mask. And we looked at Mask and Mask is exactly about this. It's about merging Web2 and Web3 features. Um, Mask aims to bridge the Web2 users to Web3 by bringing amazing decentralization platform, blah, blah, blah. So this is what is made up in this index. Keep an eye on this index because it may show you what is being integrated into Twitter. And right now, Whatever gets integrated into Twitter gets integrated into a platform that has between 250 million monthly active users and 500 million users in total, and that would be the biggest blockchain adoption application since the launch of blockchain in a single in a single application. So you got to watch out for it, and that's why you can't really discount Dogecoin anymore. And that's why now I'm in a short, but I'm going to exit the short, and at some stage I'm going to go long in. I'm only short here because I think. It ran up too fast, too quickly. Um, you see it's already running away from me slightly. Okay, I'm still in 10th position. So I'm gonna keep watching this position. At some point, I'm gonna just smash this position out. Um, uh, I'm gonna smash this position out. Cool, you got that. So you're watching the blue bird index and you're gonna be very, 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 very smart about, uh, you, you know that the verification on Twitter is actually the KYC. And you're gonna be very smart about what you buy because we're gonna keep you updated. And because we have kept you up to So yeah, I saw that. All right, let's move on to another couple of stories. And there are a couple of stories that I want to go through. I don't have much time, I still got like five minutes. So Galaxy's cutting jobs, 15 um, to 20% of their jobs. I actually went into Galaxy's financials. They've only ever lost money. I don't actually think they've ever made money. They're always, always, always losing money. It's unbelievable how the market is, is uh, so um, forgiving, I suppose. It's, they're always losing money. I mean, if you just, just, there's always like, yeah, loss, boom, loss, loss. Okay, they made up for one six-month period. They actually made money, but I think they just keep losing money. They just keep losing money. I don't know. You keep your money. You decide where you want to put your money. Uh, JP Morgan executed its first live trade on a public blockchain using DeFi, tokenized deposits, and verifiable credentials. So that's another another big story. Um, This we've spoken about. Uh, there was something else that I wanted to show you. Oh, Litecoin pumped. I don't know if you guys saw this, but Litecoin had a pump today. Pumping again. Why did Litecoin pump? I don't know. If you know why Litecoin pumped, please tell me, please tell me, please tell me in the, in the comments. Please tell me in the comments. Um, cool. Listen, I've got to get to the airport. Um, yeah, that's it for today. I'll see you guys again. I'll try and make it tomorrow. If I don't make it tomorrow, I will be on live on my Twitter at Crypto Man Run. Remember, uh, last couple of weeks, days, if you want to, to enter our trading competition, enter. It's fun. You learn how to trade. I've learned so much trading this time around. Um, hopefully, I can hold my position. If you want to enter, there's a link at the bottom. Just do it. There's over $155,000 in prizes to do that. Um, also, oh, I actually wanted to show you this. There was something that I wanted to show you here. Uh, I hope I've got it hope i've got it but i think it's very very good um hold on i have to find this Mm. give me a second give me a second yeah we might actually do a meetup in portugal we might actually do a meetup yeah i wanted to show you this because i'm trying to teach you guys how to make money and i don't know some of you just don't want to respond so a small whale who had been invested, who'd been buying ens sold all of his ens seven hours ago total of 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 a million dollars For those of you who don't know what ENS does, ENS allows you to buy .eth web addresses. Now we had a show sponsor called Unstoppable Domains. They allow you to buy Unstoppable Domains. If you have an idea for domains, go and buy those domains, own those domains before anybody else does. And then one day you'll sell it them and you can make a whole lot of money, see? Follow me for more financial advice and also relationship advice. Don't follow me for relationship advice. Um, Follow Raymond for more relationship advice, baby. Definitely not. Definitely not. Unless, okay. unless you want, want pimping advice, we could pimp it. <laughs> pimp All right, brother. I gotta get out of here. I gotta get out of here. I gotta go to Lisbon. I love you guys madly. See you guys again tomorrow or the next day. Until then, have fun. Stay safe. Trade well. Watch out for the FOMC. You know exactly how to trade it. See you guys. Later.